Genesis chapter 27. My name is Pastor Oetla Simankan and I thank you for joining us as we reflect on the word of the Lord. Genesis 27 verse 27, So Jacob went closer to his father, and Isaac touched him. The voice is Jacob's, but the hands are Esau's, Isaac said. The voice is Jacob's, but the hands are Isaac's. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our Lord shall stand forever. Close your eyes with me as we pray. Father in heaven, we are grateful for this word and we ask that as we reflect upon it, that your Holy Spirit will renew us. And we pray that you would take away from us the desire to engineer for ourselves deceptively a future. We ask that you would help us to be true always and to trust you to fulfill your promise. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Stolen Identity When it comes to claiming and enjoying the blessings, people will do anything. They will change their identity. (laughs) They will lie. They will steal. I visited the Apartheid Museum a while ago and I saw how people were distinguished, discriminated against, segregated to deprive Africans of the joy of their land and of its resources. During Apartheid, you would have benches, beaches, restaurants written Europeans only. Entire suburbs and territories. In fact, in 1913, the Land Act established the mass expropriation of land without compensation, so that over 80% of the land is owned by Europeans, and the natives of the land are left landless. This was a grand thievery, a robbery of maximum proportions. Africans themselves are now battling for resources. And we now have to struggle with fraudulent identities, stolen identities. It is becoming problematic with people's identities uh, being forged, being stolen, and people having counterfeit names. The phenomenon of stolen identity is not new. The phenomenon of getting ahead by being deceitful, by being forceful, uh, bringing others down in order that we might rise up is nothing new. Jacob in this story pretends to be who he was not in order to get a blessing. Jacob is, however, not the originator and uh, he's not the one who thought of this idea. He was influenced by his mother. And here comes the family situations, right? His mother favored him. He was his mother's favorite. He was mama's boy. And his brother was his father's favorite. So Isaac loved Esau. His mother loved Jacob. In many of our homes, we raise our children with this type of favoritism. And it creates problems. It creates divisions. It creates jealousy. It creates fights, contentions. I challenge you parents to be fair in the treatment of your children. Isaac was not innocent here. It appears that he seeks to ignore the word of the Lord that the younger would be greater. And at this point, he seeks to give his blessing to his son, who cares nothing for it, who despised his birthright. You remember that. When the children were in the womb, 
God spoke and made it clear, two nations are in your womb. And he made it clear that the older will serve the younger. The older son, at this point, in addition to that word, had sold his birthright to Jacob. And so, when we see Isaac seeking to bless Esau, it is also a revelation that he also is wanting to go against that which has been revealed by God himself. Even if Esau has shown that he has no desire for the birthright, the older son has sold his birthright. Rebecca's response is also not innocent. She cheats in order to accomplish what was revealed to her. Now there is a concoction of issues here. What do you do when God has revealed what his plan is for you? And then you see as if, you know, things are not going the way that God has said they would go. She hears her husband, Isaac, say that she, he will bless the older. And yet she knows that this is not God, what God wanted. And so she intervenes. Jacob in this story pretends to be who he was not in order to get the blessing. Rebecca entices her son to cheat his brother. She had just heard her husband speak to Esau. And so she understood what Isaac wanted. And she devises a plan, a plan of domestic fraud. <laughs> the Bible says that Rebecca took the best garments of Esau, her older son, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her son. And the skins of the young goats she put on his hands and on the smooth parts of his neck. And she put the delicious food and the bread. She put it in front of him, which she had prepared, into the hands of her son Jacob. And so Isaac has described what he wants. Go get me a meal, just as I like to prepare it. <laughs> and so Rebecca says, all right, we will do this and do it quickly. Before Esau can get back, I will make sure that my son, my favorite son, can get it done. Of course, Isaac is surprised when his son arrives quickly. Which son is this? The voice is Jacob's. He knows his son's voice. But when he touches him, it is Esau's skin. When he smells him, it is Esau's scent. And he is convinced. And so he blesses Jacob, the blessing that he thinks he is giving to Esau. Rebekah and Jacob did not believe that God could accomplish his purposes without their nefarious help. For them, the end justifies the means. And it is the case for many of us today. For, for many people, this is a driving philosophy. We, we are practical. <laughs> we want to think about what works. It shapes our ethics. If the goal is good, then how we get there doesn't matter. I need to feed my children. I will not allow my children to sleep with a hungry stomach. And so how we acquire the food doesn't matter. Unrighteousness is used to fulfill righteousness. What a conundrum. Jacob lied three times. First, when he said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn son. 
And second, Jacob lied when he named the Lord as the reason for his good hunting. Because the Lord your God granted me success. Right? I've come here quickly because God has blessed me. This was bold-faced blasphemy. He made God an accomplice. And then he says, Are you really my son Esau? And then the son Jacob responds, I am. After the meal, was again drawn closer, wanting to make sure Isaac draws him closer and he sniffs. This was terrifying. Terrifying closeness. Will I be found out? I can imagine that he is sweating. I can imagine that he is shaking. And then his father Isaac said to him, Come near and kiss me, my son. And so he came near and kissed him, and Isaac smelled the smell of his garments. And the plan of Rebekah worked. Yes, it is, my son. I want to say to you today, beloved, God can accomplish his will without our lies. He can bless us without us pretending to be someone else, without us compromising our principles and even inviting God into our nefarious schemes, saying that God has blessed us when we know truly well that God has nothing to do with what we are doing, that it is our own nefarious agendas. No need, beloved, to sell your body in order to buy bread. No need to be corrupt in business in order to make a living. There is no need to lie on your CV to get a job. May God rebuke us for our favoritism in our homes, for our lying and our pretenses. May God rebuke all our efforts that are done in manner that compromises heavenly principles, that compromises truthfulness, that makes us liars, and that even make God a liar. May God help us to trust Him every single day of our lives and to trust that He is able to do what He has promised even when we are faithful, even when we are truthful, even when we are honest. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we are grateful today for this word. We ask that, Lord, you may help us to trust you, so that, Lord, in trusting you, we may avoid the mistakes of devising nefarious schemes that, Lord, seek to accomplish righteousness through unrighteousness. And I pray that, Lord, in our trusting you and in our faithfulness, may you reward us, may you reward your children, and may you show, may you show that you are truly the God who is faithful to his promise. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.